Hello and welcome to another episode of City SC Reports Weekly Recap. I'm Matt Baker, here to bring you all the latest news and rumors from St. Louis City SC over the past week. There have been some big weeks in the history of this club already. The branding, the academy starting, City 2's roster and first season, the stadium name, the kit reveal, the other stadium name, drafts and more. But this week feels different. This week it all started to shift from the things around the field and planning to actual on-field play as training camp officially started for St. Louis City SC. That's where I'll start before looking at the first homegrown signing, some news and notes on Apple TV's MLS season pass, our first team coaches, and a reminder on the upcoming schedule of events for City's preseason. January 9th and 10th, City players reported for their physicals. January 11th was the first full day of practice. Most City players signed were present except for Klaus and Berkey, who were in California celebrating both the Apple TV MLS season pass announcement as well as MLS Media Day. Each club sent two representatives, and they were ours. In addition to Klaus and Berkey hanging with Tim Cook, Coach Beard, and others, Jabulu Blom was also absent as he works to acquire his work visa. Four players who were returning from injury and working their fitness up also did not participate or were not present. John Bell, Max Schneider, John Klein, and Owen O'Malley. O'Malley was noted in the post-dispatch as having picked up a hamstring injury during the College Cup semifinals, but Carnell clarified that nothing is torn, broken, or otherwise structurally damaged. Schneider is reportedly still in Germany, but completing his recovery from a foot injury that plagued him most of last year with City 2. Other than these players, everyone was present and accounted for. Just prior to taking the field for their first official practice, and in front of throws of St. Louis media, the club's social media account both teased and then announced a majority of player numbers for the inaugural season. So let's go over those real quick, for those interested in their favorite player and maybe looking to get a customized kit. Number one, obviously, is Roman Berkey. Number two is Jake Nerwinski. Four is Joachim Nilsson. Six is Jabulu Blom. Seven, Tomas Ostrak. Eight is Jared Stroud. Nine is Klaus. Ten is Edward Leuven. Eleven is Nico Joachini. Twelve is Celio Pompeu. Fourteen is John Nelson. Fifteen is Josh Yarrow. Sixteen is Samuel Adeneron. Seventeen is Selmir Pedro. Eighteen is Owen O'Malley. 20 is Akil Watts, 21 is Rasmus Alm, 22 Kyle Hebert, 23 John Bell, 25 Azil Jackson, 26 Tim Parker, 30 is Isak Jensen, 39 Ben Lunt, and 46 is Caden Glover. The notable exclusions here, Indiana Vasilev, Max Schneider, and John Klein. As I said a bit ago, Klein was at practice but not fully participating and had no number on his kit. Schneider wasn't present at practice at all. However, Indiana Vasilev is a very interesting story. Just prior to camp starting, that same tease by the club's social media revealed Vasilev's name was among the players that will get pressed onto a kit. Add to that, Manuel Veth from Transfermarkt confirmed via tweet that Indiana Vasilev to City is close to getting across the line. Deal in principle is agreed. Vasilev was drafted by St. Louis City SC in the expansion draft from Inter-Miami, where he was on loan from Aston Villa. The 21-year-old could soon also be called up by Bulgaria. We hope to hear more about Vasilev soon. Personally, and I know with a lot of other fans, these numbers typically have meaning. The level of meaning may vary, but when you see Leuven as number 10, Stroud as number 8, and Blom as number 6, you think of your midfield being structured a very particular way. Same with Ostrock at 7. Some players, though, just have preferred numbers. Nilsson prefers 4, it just happens to align with his position on the field. Parker is keeping his 26 that he's worn at Vancouver and New York, Stroud is wearing 8, and that's what he wore in New York as well. It's fun to speculate on, but just like the starting 11, 
We don't know for sure until we see them in scrimmages and against competition. The first day of camp itself was held under beautiful conditions for mid-January in St. Louis, and the excitement in the air was palpable. While every day might not be as gorgeous as the second and very chilly third day showed us, City will be non-stop going forward. Quick notes from the second day of camp this week are that Roman Berkey and Klaus arrived to training on Thursday for their first day in camp after attending MLS Media Days. Edward Leuven left practice early on Thursday in what Coach Carnell is referring to as just precautionary, and there was a surprise defender in camp as a trialist. Hopefully we hear more about him from the club later. On Friday, the third day of camp, Phil Grooms from Flyover Footy and myself were able to attend and saw that Leuven was still absent, while Bell and Klein were off to the side working on solo drills. Through some short field competitive drill work, we saw that Nerwinski looked strong on the right, Berkey had some remarkable close-range saves, Ostrock had some great first touches in the middle and quick deliveries. Parker is very clearly going to be a huge fan favorite. He was joking around, had loud callouts, and was leading the energy of the group by example while still bringing in intensity to the drills. Klaus and Nico Joachini were also both very vocal, had great finishes, and quick to play the ball once received. One note on Nico too, keep an eye out to the Flyover Footy account as Phil and I had a chance to chat with Nico after practice and we'll have his fascinating story from Kansas City to France to St. Louis and everywhere in between up soon. The team will train at its practice facility every day except Monday through January 18th, with an intra-squad scrimmage scheduled for Sunday morning the 15th. The team will then train in Fort Lauderdale, Florida from January 19th to the 29th, including three closed-door preseason matches before returning to St. Louis on January 29th. On February 6th, they depart for the Coachella Valley Invitational for another three matches and will return to St. Louis on February 15th to finish their preseason schedule against Atlanta United in yet another closed-door match on February 18th. One of the players who has been at camp, and we hit on earlier in the number discussion, is 15-year-old and graduate of the St. Louis City Academy, Caden Glover. Glover is from Columbia, Illinois, has played for the U.S. Youth National Team, the City U-17s, City 2, and as of January 9th, is the first ever homegrown signing by St. Louis City SC. Glover has been signed to a five-year homegrown deal. Homegrown players are, per MLS roster rules, players who have been a member of that club's youth academy for at least one year and have met the necessary training and retention requirements. Each club is afforded two roster slots on their supplemental roster, not impacting the salary cap at all, which are dedicated to homegrown players. The funny thing when looking at MLS as a whole is that Caden just misses being in the top 10 youngest MLS homegrown signings of all time, a testament to the focus on development by MLS clubs. If history is any indication, in addition to training regularly with the main team this year, Caden is likely to see significant time with City 2 as well as have a long future ahead of him in St. Louis. Switching gears a bit, on Tuesday, January 10th, MLS and Apple announced the initial lineup of broadcasters for the launch of the MLS season pass on Apple TV beginning February 1st. This will be especially notable for City fans because this season marks the first of 10 years that will have MLS games broadcast on Apple TV as the broadcasting shifts to a model akin to the NFL. Apple and MLS have hired these broadcasters to work in studio and rotate between games each week on a national basis. No more regional specific announced teams. So who are they? Liam McHugh, who currently leads Turner Sports NHL coverage, will serve as the co-host of the weekly whip-around show covering key moments of every match live. It's kind of like a red zone style show that runs throughout the night's matches. Jillian Sakovitz will be the pregame studio host, and Tony Churchy will serve as Spanish-language studio host and analyst on select matches. Play-by-play broadcasters will include Max Bredos, Steve Cangiliosi, Jake Zivin, Pablo Ramirez, and Frederick Lord, who will be the French broadcaster for MLS Season Pass. 
the analysts who we'll see bring a wealth of experience playing in collegiate, professional, and international soccer are Kindred de St. Aubin, Maurice Edu, Lori Lindsay, Daniel Slatten, Marcelo Balboa, Sebastian Leto, Sasha Cliston, and making their debut as analysts, Bradley Wright Phillips, who will be a studio analyst on that Whip Around show, and Diego Valeri, a multi-time MLS MVP winner who will make his honor debut as a Spanish-language studio host. Finally, and perhaps most importantly for us in St. Louis, after 11 years with ESPN, Taylor Twelman joins Apple TV's MLS season pass, and if this week is any judgment, he will be one of the biggest proponents of this relationship. He was heavily featured during the debut press conference and said he couldn't be happier to announce that he'll be part of the MLS project with Apple TV. The ability to unapologetically cover MLS is something that hasn't been done in 27 years. Apple TV is making that possible. The MLS fan deserves this moment and this coverage. Now, when questioned on this by Alexi Lawless on Twitter, Twelman clarified, saying, I won't change, but as you well know, I won't have to scrape, claw, beg for airtime in covering something I have passion for than having to be apologetic for doing so. Soccer doesn't need to do that anymore, and Apple TV is giving MLS the coverage and tools to just be themselves. Back to some final City news to close us out. City made a couple of announcements this week. First, another sponsor amidst all the on-field excitement. Hoffman Brothers will be the official home services provider for St. Louis City SC. Similar to Edward Jones last week, they will serve as the presenting partner for a to-be-announced 2023 home game in which fans will take home a promotional giveaway item. Finally, City announced their first-team coaching staff that will join Bradley Carnell to lead City in 2023. Carnell will have Director of Coaching John Hackworth, John Milgaris, and Elvir Kafedzik as assistant coaches, Director of Goalkeeping Alex Langer as his goalkeeper coach, and Jared Phillips as his Director of Sports Performance. More information on all of them can be found at City's website, stlcitysc.com. That's all for now. Hopefully that catches you up on everything going on with St. Louis City SC. Our players are here, camp has started, and we're officially underway with the 2023 season. If you're not already following and talking about City, well, you're probably not listening to this, but also, what are you doing? I'm Matt Baker, and you can follow me at MattBakerSTL on the socials, and don't forget to follow our entire group at CitySCReport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you for joining me here at the City SC Reports Weekly Recap. Be kind to each other, and have a great week ahead. Mm-hmm.